0: Hi, you guys. I'm Kat, and I hope you come hang out with me on Cat Sadler Now. On my weekly podcast, I continue to ask the questions. I've been interviewing people for more than 25 years now, but that doesn't mean I've found all the answers. Make sure to listen to Cat Sadler Now wherever you get your podcasts. I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello friends. Happy Monday. I hope your day is treating you well. Today we are discussing what to do when self-help actually makes you feel worse. But first, today's Rosebud and Thorn. My rose today is the view from my dining room window right now, which has got like this beautiful magnolia bush. These, this like old breaking down bird house and just like layers upon layer of green, like green grass, green ivy, green trees, with these little like bean pods growing off of them. And it's all framed with like green plants inside. And it's just making me so happy. My thorn is that as I look out this beautiful dining room window, when I look to the right of me, um, there's three very full laundry baskets that I have to fold or someone has to fold. And, um, I didn't, I don't want to do it. Okay. And my bud is we are having a yard sale this weekend. I love having a yard sale and we have like a full year's worth of like things we need to get rid of, um, because we didn't do anything like that all of 2020. And, We're just like, I am ready to clean out this house of any clutter and just repurpose these things, give them a new home and make a little extra spending money, you know, pretty excited about it. Now, today I wanted to talk about what to do when self-help isn't helpful. I started my self-help journey when I was really young. My middle school journals are filled with inspirational quotes and clipped out pages of Chicken Soup for the Soul books. At times, the message learned through self-help are healing and inspiring. They make me feel more connected to life and to myself, and other times they make me feel like I'm failing or like I'm not quite living up to the standards I set for myself. And with the Enneagram, Sometimes it can feel so disorienting that it's hard to tell what's growth and what's obsession. Here's what I mean. Believe in yourself as a statement feels great when you hit a roadblock and need that extra internal motivation to keep pushing. But it feels defeating when you are so far away from self-belief That the idea of believing in yourself feels impossible or like a skill you need to learn but have no idea where to start. Just keep going is beautiful when life is hard and you need to remember to just put one foot in front of the other. But it's debilitating when you are already burned out and what you really need is to stop and breathe. So often, self-help gurus online are teaching these things like they are magic pills you take that just make life better, easier, and more fulfilling, like a get-rich-quick theme for your soul. And yet, they neglect to share the struggles along the way, the ache in your gut when things aren't so easy, and the emotional mountains you climb along the journey. I see this happen with the Enneagram all the time, and even in my own life. We become so focused on the system and finding where we fit into the system and who we are supposed to be based on the system that we ignore how it's making us feel or simply we overthink it. Questions like, if I'm unhappy, can I really be a seven? If I'm no longer fearful or conflict avoidant am I truly a nine? Seeking to over-identify with your number to the point that growth isn't possible Or if you're like me, you start to associate your personality with being wrong or bad. Like anything about your type is somehow a problem, even though there are some really beautiful traits that you carry related to your Enneagram type. Like enjoying to be busy feels like a failure when maybe it's a neutral behavior. In my opinion, self-help is best used from a healthy distance. When we start to examine ourselves under a microscope, things get blurry and weird and a little too intense. It's like we forget the simple principle that self-help is meant to help ourselves, to make life more enjoyable, to aid in healthier relationships and better communication. It's not here to make us dizzy with self-awareness and obsessed with perfecting the way we show up in the world. You are not a project to be tinkered with. You are a living, breathing being who is worthy of a life well-lived, And sometimes that means engaging with self-help and yes, the Enneagram as well through the filters of is this pouring love in? Do I feel expanded by this? Is this a healing balm? Does this nurture me? Is this improving my life? And finally, how can I engage with this in a way that truly supports me? Which brings me to the question that I want to leave you with today. What if there is absolutely nothing wrong with you? And your growth work was simply about letting yourself be the truest, purest, most open version of who you are. If that were true, how would your relationship to self-help change? As always, it's an absolute joy to create this content for you.